Hello and happy Tuesday, my friends. I'm Emily San Juan. I'd like to welcome you back to a Cisco Champion Unfiltered episode, a Cisco Champion radio spinoff series that gives our champions a platform to have casual conversations around a variety of topics focused on technology, career, and other interesting stuff. Don't forget, if you like our podcast, subscribe wherever you're listening to us to receive alerts on our latest releases. All right, today we are talking about Cisco Live. Our panel of champions will share their favorite memories and some tips, tricks, and best practices for everyone attending the event, which is taking place in Las Vegas, Nevada from June 4th to June 8th. Okay, this is gonna be a fun conversation, but let's get started with introductions. I'm gonna go in alphabetical order. So, Dan, I'm gonna start with you. So happy to have you on an episode. <laughs> It's been a no, it's been far too long, far <laughs> too long. Uh, switching, switching from the normal kind of network security components to cloud uh, has taken an impact on my day-to-day -day life, unfortunately. But uh, Dan Sheldon, um, I'm a principal solutions architect for Prosimo. It's a West Coast startup focused around multi-cloud networking and zero trust network access. So uh, still in the same vein of, you know, my normal love uh, of you networking people. Um, but uh, it's been really good. I think I've been a champion for four or five years now, and I've been to, I think, four or five Cisco Live, uh, all in the U.S., unfortunately. But uh, I'd love to do some international ones coming up. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. All right. David. Oh, hello. Happy to be back. It's been a while since we were recording, or since I was in an episode. My apologies. I'm David Penalosa. I'm a uh, principal engineer for Price Enterprise Solutions. I do SD-WAN, ACI, and some other things nobody else wants to do. Some sort of a glorified networking plumber. I'm on Twitter to David Samuel PS, and also in probably every other platform, unless somebody took that name from me. Yeah, and unofficially, I feel like you are the Cisco Live mascot. Yeah, it's an unofficial <laughs> thing. It's unofficial. Yes. Yeah, I'm their pet, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Evan, who are you? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, right. My name is Evan Mincer. Um, I, I was security. I'm now back to doing infrastructure. I'm director of production infrastructure for Customers Bank. Um, I have been to, gosh, how many Cisco lives I've been to? Uh, probably seven or eight, but I haven't been the last few years. Um, as, soon as, as soon as the pandemic hit, I, I stopped going, but I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, I can be found on Twitter at Evan Mincer. All right. Joe, welcome. Howdy, y'all. I'm Joe Hughes. Howdy. Uh, pretty much principal sanitational engineer when it comes to data center things, right? So, <laughs> I'm a senior solutions architect at uh, Peer Storage. I work on uh, on a different side of the house than most folks, so I'm data center focused. So it is compute, storage, networks, and all the other workloads on top of it. Um, so plumbing of a different nature. But uh, I'm at Jay Hughes on Twitter and all the other platforms. Since nobody ever spells my last name correctly, you could just find me at fullstackgeek.net. All right, Tim, last but not least. I am Tim Harmon. I am a tech associate at Journey Community Church. Um, I do uh, all the tech stuff at uh, the church with uh, getting everything ready for the weekend services and everything. I've been at Cisco Live uh, for 2012, 2015, and uh, 2019, uh, before the pandemic and everything, um, in San Diego, and I love everything about it. I've uh, been uh, part of the uh, Cisco Live Dream Team, uh, helping set up the 
Wireless Network in 2015. I uh, was part of uh, the uh, Cisco Champion uh, in 2019, and I look forward to this podcast. Um, you can find me at, on Twitter at HarmonT2004. All right. Now, is everyone here going to Cisco Live in Vegas this year? I am. Everything oh. is booked and ready. I oh, we're going to have fun. Love to. We're going to have fun. Fingers <laughs> crossed. We'll see. Come on. Tim is probably not that happy that this time he can't go walking. <laughs> in 2019, he was telling me, oh, I will just go walking home. I was like, dude, really? <laughs> yeah, I can easily go. Uh, it was not far from. I'm a big jelly. just a bit. Yep. San Diego is a beautiful city. Okay. Okay, so, Evan, I'm going to kick it over to you since this yeah. was uh, your idea, a great idea. It's going to be a, a good conversation, but why don't you kick us off? Yeah, great. Thanks. So, so to our listeners, for anyone who doesn't know, Cisco Live is the premier techn technology conference that Cisco puts on. They, they have a few. Uh, we did talk about ones around the globe. Um, the one in the U.S. is the big one. That's the one where in the past it's been 20, 30,000 people attending. Uh, there, there is a lot to learn, a lot to do, a lot of fun to be had. One of the stories that, that I love talking about, my first Cisco Live, which was 2011, 2012, I think, um, one of the classes I took was a class on QoS, and, and the, the gentleman teaching it, a uh, gentleman by the name of Tim Zagetti, who I, I didn't at the time know exactly who, who Tim <laughs> was, but so I'm, I'm listening to the class, and a guy behind me actually asked a question, and Tim was great. He goes, I, I love that people ask questions. I want to be interactive because you asked the first question. I'm going to give you the Cisco Press book on, on QoS. So guy hands him, like, hey, can I look at that book? And I looked at the book, author, Tim Zagetti. I'm like, holy cow. No way. The class literally <laughs> wrote the book on QoS. So that kind of gives you a kind of an overview of the type of the caliber of person that you can hear from at Cisco Live. Now, not everyone's a, a Cisco Press author, but you have people that that are technologists. It's it's not a sales conference. It really is about technology. Um, but I know we also have some great memories of Cisco Live, and, and we did kind of infer about David being the the face of Cisco Live. <laughs> whenever, I, whenever I look on Twitter, and a lot of times I'll, I'll look at the Cisco Live Twitter, Twitter account, and I'll see this smiling face with a hat on, we know who that is. David, give us some, some, some <laughs> good, a good memory you have of Cisco Live. Oh, God. Live. I always have a ton of fun at Cisco Live. I think one of the funniest things that happened to me was that once I, well, I'm human, so I had to pee. And, <laughs> and I also had to record a podcast on the other side of the venue. Well, it was uh, Orlando, so it's about 100 meters between one side and the other. So... I had to, well, simply run and, well, <laughs> get to the toilet in the shortest amount of time because I was late for recording. And I had the cape on me. And, well, people thought that it was actually a marketing campaign or something like that because they could see the guy running and the cape and it says Cisco in the back. And it's all in Cisco Live. I was running between these stands in wireless solutions. It was like something staged. No, not really. But then some people were asking, so what did Cisco do to convince you of doing these? And how did you come up with this idea? And I said, dude, I had to pee. <laughs> There's nothing deeper behind this. I really needed to get to the toilet. 
And a I superhero also, moment was like going to the bathroom. Yeah. Well, see, you don't always have to save the world. You can save your pants. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, I also had one of these uh, fun hero moments with uh, Tim Sigeri as well. He gave me a book in which he, well, he had a typo in my name. He called me Daniel, and then he just scratched Daniel and, and wrote, sorry for my jack life brain. <laughs> he's he's wonderful. I also met Ross White, and I was freaking out, probably the same or more. It's 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 awesome. In in one Cisco live, I was carrying uh, Denise Donahue. I was just carrying her, and then she was just letting me carry her away. And oh man, and I have pictures of that, and I can just look at them and laugh again. And of course, anything I do with Denise Fishburn because she's another soul of Cisco Live. She has the pink hat, as opposed to me, the black one. But she gave me the black one, the the musketeer hat. So this character is something that we have built over the years with the community, and and having these fond memories involved with it, then just makes the event even better because you always try to well make more memories make more moments well very true I, I think something that you said evan that that i think was very um you know something to expect from a cisco live right is uh we were doing a roundtable discussion around uh manufacturing control networks and kind of uh ot environments and things like that uh as cisco has been working to, to provide kind of uh, some more sophisticated services in that in that field and we kind of uh, were stumped on something we were talking about. And they're like, hold on, I got to grab somebody. They went outside, yelled down the hallway, and then brought somebody in. And I, I, for the life of me, I can't remember who it was. But they came in and they're like, oh, this is a great, we're actually writing this article right now. This is going into the book for OT environments, manufacturing control network. So you get the kind of experience and expertise in a lot of these uh, events um that you know they weren't even one of the kind of the named speakers for the event but at the same time it was somebody that was literally writing the book um on you know uh ot and manufacturing and all of those components um you, you kind of come to expect that level of caliber of uh, people that are speaking and people that are presenting and even just people that you can run into so um I, I really enjoy kind of the, the the technical leadership that you get when you speak there or you speak with other people. But then at the same time, I ran into the, that same guy, I think it was 2018 in Orlando, where Cisco rented out all of um, the, what is it, the Universal Park? Oh, for four hours. That was yeah. wonderful. And it was a nighttime event. It had just rained. And then like when we got there, it was like clear, uh, you know, all the streets were wet and we were walking through like Hogwarts and... Uh, Diagon Alley for for um, uh, Harry Potter Land, and like I was running into people, having a few adult beverages, and like talking to people about tech, and then talking about Harry Potter and buying a wand, and then talking about networking, and it was just really kind of a, a unique experience you don't get pretty much anywhere else. Oh God, it was the ultimate geekness. I was also freaking out and in, in the Harry Potter section of the Universal Studios, and when the dragon was speeding fire, I was fangirling like. Ah, look at it's... Yeah, you could feel the heat coming off of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's... drinking a butter beer was incredible. It, it was really awesome. I totally agree. Okay. That's all, Tim. I, I want to ask you because you you mentioned an experience being on the dream team. Yes, um, being on the dream team was totally awesome. Where it's like, especially with Zoe. Uh, Zoe is part of the Cisco uh, Champion program as well, and um, it's just like 
Um, that's, that's amazing. Zoe, Zoe Rose, one of my favorites. Zoe Rose, and uh, she's she's totally awesome. Um, yeah, it was totally cool. Where as I, we ended up uh, getting there like the week before Cisco Live, and we helped the uh, Cisco Live network operations center te team uh, set up the um, wireless network where we would go around the. Uh, convention center and also the couple of the hotels around uh, downtown San Diego and uh, set up the uh, wireless access points uh, around and the switches and everything for the wireless uh, network and come to find out that um, up to that point um, Fiscal Live 2015 was the most stable um, and most secure uh, wireless network that they have had up to that point. And it was like most incredible and it was a lot of fun to um, be on that team. And including, uh, we had a lot of fun doing that and we were able to enjoy the conference as well. Um, being a part of that team where like it was a it was like a team uh, two teams a local team from San Diego where it was uh, people selected from different Cisco network and academies and then uh, wow. national national team uh, from around the US where it was from uh, different Cisco network and academies as well Wow. That's really awesome. They know that we're picking people up in the Cisco Academies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fabulous to give you one guys a chance. Of, one uh, of the perks of being a local, I guess, too, right? Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> incredible. It, it was amazing. Totally amazing. Loved it. That's awesome. Joe, we haven't heard from you yet. Give us what, what's a, something you can think of that's just a, a great experience. Please don't say Monday. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Two, two really amusing experiences. Uh, both actually came out of uh, Cisco Live 2019 in, in San Diego. One was sitting and recording a Cisco Champion radio podcast where we were in the little uh, like fishbowl recording studios and like furiously waving his people as they're going past and we're trying to not pick, get picked up on the recording to like make our schedules to try and make sure we can sync up with each other later on. Or just having people standing outside the booth and taking pictures of us as we're in the fishbowl, making goofy hand signs and and smiling like crazy, and just hoping that it didn't come across, you know, with the terrible recording as we're goofing off. I want to know what the hand and signs then, were, Joe. Uh, yeah, man, I, <laughs> I have to go back and look. No I think somebody had some good pictures. Yeah, <laughs> nothing incriminating. I hope. Um, and then honestly, after the. Uh, after the party, we ended up roaming around and, and ended up at a diner and somewhere around 2.30 in the morning, I think, I stepped away from the table because I happened to see Peter Jones and we were finishing a conversation we oh. had earlier. So there's Peter being as animated as he always is, wearing the <laughs> gigantic, like, Dr. Seuss-style hat that he had on. And he ends up handing me a couple of, uh, of uh, ASIC procs that he had for... Oh, the UADP mini, right? Yes. Yep. Yep, uh, UADP Mini. Yeah. I, I've, I've taken back since and had him signed, but everybody was like, this is like the worst, like, 
tech geek drug deal going on here? What is this? Like you stuck <laughs> away from the table. You're talking to Dr. Seuss, who's giving you a little. I was like, yeah, it's it's the tchotchkes. It's fun. <laughs> Peter, Peter, it's, he's it's just always great to to hang out with the community, right? Oh yeah, the networking aspect of it's unbelievable. Just getting to see people that, that you, you only tend to see on Twitter, but you get to see them in person and, and chat. I mean, when we say fish, fish is wonderful to chat with. Uh, Zoe, I don't know if she's gonna make it this year, but Zoe's Zoe's also good. Denise is is wonderful. So, just different people to chat with. So, I have friends. The best. I yeah. don't know. I have friends who live in Europe, like I do, and we only meet at Cisco Live US. It's ridiculous, but it's because it, it's difficult to match at some other time. It's a, well, that, it's that's why they call it, uh, what do we call it? Nerd summer camp, geek summer camp. It is, <clears throat> but, but also I think that now that we cover some of the occasions that might be important to also cover some of the recommendations we'll give to people going there. Well, Otherwise yeah, you will come yeah, all the we'll in. We'll get to those. <laughs> I, I do want to talk about one, one more favorite experience of mine that I, I hope to have again was actually speaking at Cisco live. Oh yeah. So, so there was the one year where, where JD, uh, he actually got them to give him a microphone, sit in the corner and, and, uh, kind of do a, an intro you know, new to Cisco live class. It, it didn't work out great. So the following year they wanted to make it a big event have an actual session and and I opened my mouth and said, well, do you guys need help with that? Yeah. Next thing I know is I'm being invited on stage to actually, you know, mic'd up. That's awesome. Yeah. And it was funny because they're like, well, we don't know how many people show up. And well, the room held a thousand people, <gasps> people standing in the back of the room because there was no chairs. Also, yeah, because awesome. the, well, the bar was also back there. So that's a possible why they're, why they're standing there. <laughs> I, I I did take a selfie of myself on stage um, with you know an audience full of people, uh, but that that was an unbelievable event. It, it um, really pulls you out of your shell to be up there mic'd up and speaking in front of all these people. And and later on that week, someone said, "I, I recognize you from somewhere, but I don't know where it is." I'm like, um, kind of going back and forth. I didn't recognize him, and I, I just go finally. Did you go to the new use news? Oh, that's where I know you're from. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm famous now. What can I yeah, say? I was going to say, Evan said, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a big deal. Um, <laughs> I'm a celebrity moment. I'm a giant pickle. I'm a big deal. Oh, man. I would be freaking out if I would ever talk at Cisco Live. I've never done that. But not in a big session. I was fortunate enough to be in a panel a while ago. Actually, once I was in a panel with Ivan Pepelnyak, so I could get my pants wet. And uh, <laughs> um, sorry, the guy's an eminence. Um, <clears throat> and he's very cool if you don't try to sell, well, you know, unicorns and stuff. Um, what else? Uh, once I had a session that was a panel with the Cisco champions too, with Lauren, Lauren, wherever you are, we love you. Of and of course we do. Is she's that Lauren garlic. Friedman? Yeah. Yeah. Lauren Friedman. She's, she's the garlic lollipop. And, and <laughs> I, I was able to also have a session. A couple months ago, Cisco Live Amsterdam, it's very fresh about the way the certification can change your life because of, well, I left the country I was born in and all that. But these were small sessions. I wouldn't imagine just standing in front of a thousand people, be just, uh, I'll be one of the drooling vegetables, honestly. Depending <laughs> on which day it, it, the session was, but okay. usually yeah, if it's Thursday, Thursday morning, yes. Okay, it, it, it was, I will say it was Sunday, so at least, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's all the people that Sunday and, and it wasn't as bad. I mean, 
everyone was fresh. Yeah, it's not like that Thursday 8 a.m. session. Oh, the 3000 code Thursday 8 a.m. session where everybody's yeah. a bit roasted. I get, I get, uh, yeah, there, there's your first tip do not take a 3000 level or even a 4000 level 8 a.m. on Thursday. I always Save end up doing the week. I always end up doing like the Thursday, uh, 8.30 or 9 a.m. Um, and it's about ice, you know, troubleshooting at, you know, 3,000 course. Yeah, it's uh, not well attended. Which is funny because <laughs> you had plenty of ice the night before. Yeah, exactly. Very and another, another tip is if you're going to take a certification exam, also don't take it on Thursday. Uh, please just take it as soon as you can. If there is spot available for you on Sunday, just take it on Sunday or go on Monday. But... That's it. Don't don't tempt your luck. <laughs> really? Take it as soon as possible. That way you can get it done and over with and have the rest of the week to do everything else that you can. Does it's anyone have more, uh, more uh, experiences they want to bring forward about Cisco Live? Talk about the technology side of it. I think probably my, my favorite uh, experience, and I don't know if it's an experience thing, but they... Um, having worked at kind of partners and value added resellers for the last few years, one of the coolest things to me was they tend to have, uh, and I don't know if I'm sharing any secrets here, but uh, they tend to have a kind of secret back room about upcoming technologies that are oh, the innovation forum, the innovation yeah. forum. Actually, and we're climbing those whisper suites again. Oh, there. Okay. So oh, yeah. nice. if you want to check it out, it's called the times. whisper suites. Okay, um, there you go. And you have to sign big, an NDA before you even go in. So I might be yes. breaking that NDA right now. Um, but they're fantastic. Uh, I always really appreciate the insight. And generally, the people that, that present within them um, are the developers themselves. So you can ask them any detailed question you can possibly. You can talk about source code. You can talk about what, you know, what manufacturing process it went into the, you know, whatever you're talking to. Um, I really appreciate those. Uh, the insight that you get as a partner going into uh, the rest of the year, you can say, hey, that's a really great problem, Mr. Customer. I have a great solution for you. It's coming out very shortly. You guys are going to be on the front end of the technology. Um, there's a lot of value there, both for, I think, Cisco, for the feedback that, that you give from kind of the sales side and for us, you know, kind of technology sellers, so to speak, uh, so that we have more insight about what's coming out in the future. So I appreciate yeah, those. I, I think actually, that's a huge deal. That's, you know, yeah. just... So, so to anyone that if their boss is on the fence about sending them, getting that, that inside information, um, even as a customer, there, there's ways to get some of that information by going to Cisco Live. Being remote doesn't work the same. No, it doesn't. It's difficult to replace the human factor. Another of the things that occur there, just to add on top of that, is when you have the opportunity to do tech field day at Cisco Live, you get to meet some people that are that are remarkable and then they love to do presentations and demonstrate that the product works. So sometimes they get creative and, and, and like, it's like uh, throwing an access point on the floor. <clears throat> yeah. Like that one, just a uh, DJ <laughs> from the IOT team. Yeah. He loves to throw things on the floor and then see it works and then stomps on it. <laughs> uh, but uh, in Amsterdam, I was doing tech field day two a month ago, two months ago. And he said, I was forbidden from doing anything violent this time, so I'm going to pass you the access point so you look at it, but don't drop it, please. But if you do it, well, at least, you know, that, let it be a mistake and not on purpose. Seems like somebody was pulling his ears. 
But again, tech field is another way of meeting other people and are knowledgeable people because the delegates tend to be people who are strongly tied to community and the topics as well that you will be talking about. Yeah, Tech Field Day is wonderful, and that's a different type of event, but they do have it during Cisco Live, um, which is an invite only, but th those are fun. Um, so, so guys, we're all Cisco champions, uh, and I want to hear from each of you, what does it mean to be a Cisco champion at Cisco Live? What are some of the inside scoops? It's like a family reunion, to tell you the truth. Um, oh, God. Yes. We, I mean, we... <laughs> We have very active uh, kind of social media life. So whether it be on, you know, kind of the, the WebEx chats, uh, forums and stuff like that, um, or on Twitter or, you know, even personal relationships that you have outside of outside of those forums, right? Um, you get to meet a lot of amazing people. So, and I think we mentioned a few of them just on here between, you know, Zoe or Evan Mincer or Matt Willette or, you know, Amy Lee, of course, I think is a cornerstone. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's so many great people that you meet and you kind of foster relationships with when you go to an event like a Cisco live and you get to see everybody in the flesh and give them a big hug, uh, or handshake if that's their, if that's their way. Uh, it, it, it is really like, kind of like a family, uh, reunion, so to speak. So I, I enjoy that quite a bit. Uh, I would. Yeah. We, we try to make it easier for, for everybody to to get together. So typically for our champions, we have an exclusive lounge space where you can kick back and hopefully have some refreshments. Um, you can look forward to that at Cisco Live in Vegas this year. We're going to be joining Ooh. forces with the Cisco Advocates. So we're going to have one combined space. We're going to have an area where you can recharge your devices, um, store your personal belongings. But of course, I try to facilitate some meet and greet. So we're going to have some executives coming into the space. Um, we're going to set up a behind the scenes tour of the showcase. Um, of the knock and sock, the knock uh, tour as well, right? Uh -huh. Yeah, we, we check out the whisper suites as well, um, as a team. So there's a lot of fun things that we try to pull together, not to mention banter and beers. So hopefully we're going to be able to pull that together, um, on Monday evening. So there's always plenty of banter. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but not always plenty of beer. So that's where we bring the two together. Yeah. I would add <laughs> on top of the, what Dan said that. It's a family reunion, but it, all of them are geek. Nobody wants you to fix their phone, print through a computer. And definitely there is no awkward aunt asking you, you know, these questions that mm, not now. So I think it's a, a non awkward family reunion. It's probably, probably more complaining <laughs> about that awkward aunt. <laughs> yes. yeah, comparing notes about those always happens. Yeah, One of the nice things, though, is that not only is it a family reunion, but it's it's an open conversation. And even when you see there's a group of Cisco champions that are hanging around and sharing inside jokes or anything, they'll they'll be the first ones to pull in somebody who's just walking through the hall that looks confused or lost or doesn't know where they're going or may honestly just look like they're not really enjoying themselves as much as they could be at Cisco Live. So we will do our best to bring them in and, and help them out. Yeah, I always tell people. Oh, I love that. Exactly. Uh, I always tell people, come closer, we don't bite yet. One thing yeah. that I really love about, uh, <laughs> about the Cisco champions is that uh, we all get together uh, like uh, on the last day and just as a big group and just talk and just like uh, like just get together and just talk as a group at, like individually, whatever, and just like. A big group and just do talk about just different things 
and as a group and about anything uh, on the last day and and just but it's just like and uh, it just makes the like the end of Cisco live it gives a closure incredible. to the event right and it's and it brings the culture like totally amazing mm -hmm. it's just like yeah it brings the closure just like yeah, it is just like it's that. the, it's the yeah. grand finale. I love that it's always about okay, let's get together and take a picture, and it's always funny to know when the picture is gonna be taken, because okay. there there are all sorts of creative, well, movements and positions that people can take to fit around the Cisco Life sign or on the floor or next to it or whatever. It's always a mess, but it's a cute mess. Yeah, and, and to Tim's point, I mean, we have what over over was it three hundred members uh, of Cisco Champions now? What what's the number now? Yes. Three hundred, um, closer closer to four hundred. Yeah, and oh. everybody comes from different walks of life. They have different experiences. They have different tech backgrounds and expertises, and um, all of those things really kind of can shine through when you have conversations with these people. And you not only can learn things from a technical perspective, but you can kind of learn things from a life perspective and um it, it it truly is a fantastic conversation so i understand completely where you're coming from tim it, it makes for a nice wrap up where you kind of get that um that closure that wholesomeness uh you know that reconnection uh before we meet up in, in a year's time you know so i understand completely it, it's different viewpoints everything but I, we all get along um which is wonderful because i mean you know behind the scenes you know we're all technical people to some degree um and, and even getting to meet the people that are ultra technical uh, they're great to meet. And and I would say if, if anyone who's going to Cisco Live, you know, reach out for any of us. Uh, we, we love meeting new people, having chats, for, forced extrovert, as I like to say. It definitely does that. Yes. Yeah. We, we have the behind the scenes tours. Uh, anybody want to talk about some of the things we can talk about with the behind the scenes? What does that mean? Can we? You don't know what we're going to be looking or seeing at the event this year. So that's, that's, you're going to have to attend to, to find out, but. Um, the behind the scenes tour is really meant to give our champions a sneak peek at what the general attendee may not have. So um, it's really cool to be a champion. We typically do that on Sunday before the Cisco showcase is even completely built out. So we have folks running around with hard hats and, and still building the different booths. I think that's probably the number one activity for our champions and i don't know you guys can let well, me know number but two number one's chatting just having good conversations yeah okay fair enough <laughs> but yeah so we get to see some of the things that, that are going to be announced hopefully um we can do that this year i obviously can't share what we're going to be announcing at the event but that's that's uh to come it was exciting yeah. it's never it's never a dull moment there that's for sure it's true, but it's also important to well, to highlight that you have to find the right balance because uh, uh, usually the first time you go, then you see people booking all possible sessions and then in the event, they either manage to get to all of them and they don't meet anybody or <laughs> they manage to miss all of them. So there is always the extreme. <laughs> I, I know people that they tell me, oh, yeah, I booked the whole day and what have you joined today? Mm, nothing and they just look around and well, well then just make a list of priorities what you really want to join which session is really important because also it's, uh, it, not all the sessions uh, 
would require you to stand up there to see there. Some of them will be recorded, not all of them if it's a tutorial, but if the session is going to be recorded and it might not be as important, then you might skip that one to meet other people, to do other activities, because it's not just sessions. It's, it's the, there is a part of the, uh, the event in which you do some, uh, uh, how do you call it? Uh, emulates voluntary work where we prepare yeah, things. Social yeah, impact. Volunteer. There you go. Social impact. Thank you for the name. Or, <laughs> or we have uh, uh, this meet and greet with the champions, and sometimes it's well, it just overlaps a session because it's it's these huge amount of things that you can do, and you have so many hours in the day. So is is there a recommendation on like the the right number of sessions versus? So so know? one thing I've always told people about sessions: if you see a session, you're like, you know, that'd be a really interesting session. I'd like to listen to it or at least see the uh, see the slides. Don't go to that session because no. you, unless it's like, like the, the NDA sessions, like those sessions that you just want to see the slides, download the slides and, and watch them. Those are the ones that are good to look at the following week. The sessions you want to go to, the one you're like, I have a question or I want to hear from this, this guy specifically. You know, I, I want to ask yeah. this, this person. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like, or if you want to go to a good session, fish, go to her session if you can. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> just because she has ADHD, she's all over the place. It's so much fun to watch her speak. So those are the good sessions to go to. Anything technical, if you have a question, go to that session. That's the ones you want to go to. Yeah. The other thing I always, always like to think of is that Wednesday afternoon. So Monday, I go to technical sessions. Tuesday, I go to technical sessions. My brain starts hurting. By Wednesday afternoon, I'm going, I don't know if I can handle another technical session because my brain's about to explode. So those are usually kind of the fun ones, or or maybe even walk the world of solutions for us, but, you know, save time for that. That's where you can talk to vendors. Joe, you were going to yeah, say that's something. one of the great things. Um, I, I try and recommend that people go through and look at the the last Cisco Live events because there's typically either the same session or something similar that may even already be recorded. So even if you just get an opportunity to go skim the video or look at the slides to see. Are you really interested in it? And if it's conflicting with something else, is it worth me doing this one? Or it might be worth going to that session because you get the opportunity to actually meet the speaker afterwards, ask a couple of questions, or you can at least just have an in-person introduction and then potentially set up a meeting later on for some of those things. Like to me, that's the biggest thing is getting interactive with the people that you can actually meet in person at the sessions where the content, 90% of it's gonna be recorded in high quality and you're going to find it later. So, you know, identify the stuff that it's more worth you actually making the time to be there in person or to make a connection to somebody rather than just the content. Get a recording. So don't overdo it. Yeah. I'm going to Cisco live have, you know, bring your questions that you want answered. I mean, that's one of the things I like to do is think about, you know, I'm working on projects. How do I get these answered? You could, you can find people at Cisco live who have those answers. That's a good way to show value to your employer. Exactly. Yeah. I, I had one time where it's like redoing a, you know, we were putting in a, a full on network and I'm putting in multiple 10 gig wings. This is like, this is years ago. You know, do I go catalyst or Nexus 6,500 versus a 7,000? Well, it turns out I found at the time above 12 ports on a 6,500, it got really expensive. I was going to say that's, that's an easy question. Nexus next. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But it's like well, but, I, was, I was going to the people to find out what they said, and that's where it came down to was was the. Purpose. It was also it was also difficult to let go a sixty five hundred. That's a really loyal box, honestly. Well, I was buying new stuff, so I wasn't letting anything go. 
<laughs> but that's that's a good tip though i mean a lot of people don't think or some people will consider only walking through the world of solutions for getting swag right i've got to go get my t-shirts or i'm going to go connect with fight, folks yeah. right that are that i know are at the vendor stand so i'll go say hi to people but it's a great opportunity to go and ask questions to just say look i don't know who can answer this for me maybe you can't but you can absolutely find somebody here at the show that has time to answer these questions or set up a meeting later on. Go blast everybody you can that's at any vendor booth for all the questions that you have because that is the time yeah, that you can time to ask. just connect to every person. Yeah, exactly. Monday Monday night's usually good to go get your swag because it is just so packed. That's when they open it, the free drink, everything. Wednesday nope. afternoon, it's not as packed. We're scaling back on the swag. So we're, we're trying to yeah, get in on the so way. Yeah, sustainability. Yeah, and, and hopefully, hopefully you know, glad to back know that. Appetizing drinks, though. No, absolutely not. But there's no waste there. It's fine. <laughs> I I'm a, I tend to be a very passionate and emotionally led person in general. So uh, my recommendation um, that's worked great for me in the past is when you look at the schedule of all the different events, regardless of what time or if they're overlapping or what have you, look at the ones that kind of like scream out to you, like I need to go see what this is. Like I'm so interested in it. Um, even if there's big gaps in your schedule, because there's lots of like, you may choose, you know, 1pm and like a 4pm session for, you know, for that afternoon. There's so many other things that you can do in between those, whether it be you run into somebody and all of a sudden that 5 minute conversation ends up being a 35 minute conversation, or you go into the expo and, uh, you know, you go in and, and end up having a great conversation with somebody in there. Um, or you get in entered into a drawing or somebody really likes the way that you talk and they put you on a mic or something. Um, it does happen. Things like those happen a lot, uh, especially as a champion, especially <laughs> as a champion. Exactly. Um, I was actually, that's really good advice. Build in time to get distracted in between the things that you have booked, because you will, it, you think it's a five minute walk. It will turn into an hour walk because you're going to get distracted by conversations or by checking out, you know, a, a demo or walking through the, the world of solutions. So yeah, definitely. Or you, build see, in. or you see Emily and you get starstruck. Yeah, or, or Definitely. Who is, who is the unofficial mascot of Cisco? Live, so. Especially <laughs> David. Yeah, especially David. I feel yeah. like we need to capitalize on this. This he needs to not just be like the face of Cisco Live. He needs to be the silhouette of Cisco Live. We need like a bat signal. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably where, wherever you find me, there's a toilet nearby, so you can call it toilet signal. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the other tips I think of, you know, don't well, hopefully not pants. Captain Wet Pants is oh, so no, no, only when I miss the toilet. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so some of the other other tips, you know, don't wear new shoes to Cisco Live. You will be walking like crazy if you have a Fitbit or an Apple Watch or something like that. Fifteen thousand steps. Yeah, the minimum. Fifteen thousand yeah. steps is the first half of the day. Yeah, it's okay. a very minimum. So just oh, yeah. don't wear new shoes. Otherwise, you will have this beautiful uh, blisters okay. by the end. Don't wear for, high heels. For, for Vegas, dress in layers. It may be extremely hot out in summer. You will be inside of air conditioning. That works really well. Yeah. yeah. Stay hydrated. Yeah, watch out. Yeah. Watch out yeah. when going out, though, because it's really hard when you're in Vegas and it's an 18 or 20 degrees Celsius. Sorry, I don't speak Fahrenheit. And when you open the door, suddenly it's outside 42 degrees Celsius and it just slaps you. And then you uh, by the end of the week, your throat is, is not handling it well. 
So watch out for that. Just dress appropriately. So 42 is over 100 F. Yeah, I have no idea. Vegas for you. It, 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 <laughs> I think it's flipping hot, not yeah. just hot. It's going to be hot. Yeah, it'll be hot yeah. during that day. Really, really hot. So I, I, uh, I find that one of the best things that I get, I tend to not really load up on swag that much. I have enough stuff in my house I don't need already. Um, but mm -hmm. the one thing that I do cherish is I try to get a water bottle, a, a good, you know, decent insulated or steel water bottle because you need to drink a lot, especially in Vegas, mm -hmm. um, you know, with low humidity and stuff like that. So I drink a ton of water. And then the other thing that I, I usually recommend is have a small, like almost like first aid pack on you. So whether it be a couple Tums or Pepto-Bismol or something like that, ibuprofen, a Band-Aid or two, yep. um, even if you don't end up needing it, um, somebody, somebody else will. might. Yeah. So <laughs> as somebody they, that suffers they, from they migraines. Medical, they do have medical staff there, but yeah, stuff like Tylenol and, and yeah. Tums and things like that, yeah. always great to have yeah. on hand. I was keeping it away on ibuprofens. <laughs> yeah. So it helps. Hygiene so for when Hygiene. you wake up with bloodshot eyes. Yes, definitely. It's Thursday morning. <laughs> it's Thursday morning. <laughs> exactly. So you're coming from Europe. You're coming from Europe like me because all the other people come from the US or something very close. Then uh, you might want to consider bringing melatonin with you so that you can couple <laughs> with the sleep the first night or at least the first two nights and sleep in the right time zone, at least a bit. But well, I try to arrive two days earlier so I can be somewhat ready so actually the person you see at the event is me heavily caffeinated unless it's 8 a.m and i only had one goes with that saying david <laughs> well yeah but and, and, i come and, from europe david, david, even, <laughs> even coming from the u.s it's a good idea don't show up monday morning and be like oh monday morning i'll just get my badge on the way no no you want to get your badge over the weekend come early I, yes. I'm coming. I'm coming from the East Coast. If I'm going to Vegas, I like to fly out Saturday night, so I have all of Sunday there. Plus, That's you can wonderful. spend time with the champs on Sunday. Yeah, just make time for yourself to, well, adapt to the new hostile environment outside of the hotel and <laughs> and too dry environment inside of it. Sorry, I have no other word to describe 42 degrees Celsius. Well, That's but even hard. even to the point of how much walking you'll do and not taking new shoes, right? Think about the fact that, especially in Vegas, with the with the conference set up there, nothing is closed. It will take you a long time to get from one session to the other. Yes. And even things like bathrooms, water, or snacks are not necessarily something that are handy. So if you need stuff, whether it's gum or breath mints or something, you know, hard candies to have a little touch of sugar throughout the day, have a small batch of stuff in your bag because mm -hmm. you can't always pass by the things that you would expect going from one session to the next yeah. and make it a point to actually look at the map ahead of time, whether it's the world of solutions or the map layout of where the exams are going to be. And then where um, all of your session rooms are going to be oh. to have some idea of where you're going. And if you can, for the important ones that you want to make sure that you get to, or the two that are close by uh, or close in time, try and go look at that ahead of time. So you have an idea of where you're going. Dude, for the exams, this is extremely important. In Vegas, I was going to take one exam last year, and it was in a confused, well, at a confusing location because then when you ask the people, they tell you, "Oh, just go right here and continue." Then you ask the next one, "Go left and then cross," and then the next one tells you, "Turn twice and then you will get there." And you, what the hell is this? Am I going to lose my kidney once I get there? It's oh my gosh. It, yeah, it, it's some you know some very dark alley somewhere. <laughs> it's, it's so, so basically, be prepared. 
Yeah, bring bring another kidney, right? Oh no, no, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, it's, it's, you know, look in advance where things are. Get a good idea, as Joe was saying. Look at the maps in advance. Definitely have water, good shoes, that type of thing. It is yeah. it is a lot of walking, a lot of talking. It's it's a good time. Yeah, do you have people you can ask though? Do you have the? Oh, uh, definitely. Uh, they are usually and, and, dressing in orange, and they are extremely helpful. Yeah, or just so ask look, attendees. Yeah, you might well, you might find people orange. that are the net vets that have been there forever, right? That can tell you yeah. the ins and outs of of exactly where you need to go and when and why. Exactly, exactly. And 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 if you need to find a bathroom, look for a guy in a three musketeers hat. <laughs> I wouldn't know where yeah, the bathroom yeah. is. Right, me. running at full speed with a cape. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we all look forward to Cisco Live. It's a great event. Emily, have any any final thoughts? Um, definitely. So if you haven't registered, of course, do that. Um, and if you do attend the, the show, make sure to check out the Cisco Insider booth. You can learn more about our advocacy programs, including the Cisco Champion program. Um, I will be there. I'm looking forward to meeting everybody. Um, but besides that, I mean, this was a great episode. All right. Of course, we always have helpful links in our show notes. So check those out if you want to learn more about Cisco Live. And of course, uh, don't forget to subscribe or follow Cisco Champion Radio so you can receive alerts when we release an episode. I hope you all enjoyed today's conversation. See you next time.